Hey there, Sports History fan. Arnie Chapman here from the Sports History Network. Now, before you jump into this episode, I wanted to share with you an exciting giveaway we have going on with Homefield Apparel. We have a digital $50 gift card to homefieldapparel.com for one lucky fan of the Sports History Network. All you got to do is head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash giveaways to sign up. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash giveaways. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. The Rose Bowl. The game that inspired the college football bowl season has a long and storied history. The stadium itself is 100 years old, and in celebration of it, Pigskin Dispatch is assembling some of the top historians and authors to share the memories, people, and events that make the granddaddy of them all the special game that it is. Enjoy this Rose Bowl memory from pigskindispatch.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your portal to positive football history. And this month, as we have been doing so often, it is the portal of Rose Bowl history. Celebrating 100 years of Rose Bowl Stadium, uh, started playing games there in 1923 in this 2023 game, which we now know will be between the Utah Utes and the Penn State Nittany Lions in the 109th Rose Bowl. Well, we're going to go back and cover some of the Rose Bowls uh, just to try to keep them in consecutive order of how they were played. We're going to cover some of these Rose Bowls, uh, the 1930 through 1933 Rose Bowls. In this segment, uh, these games weren't really as close, uh, didn't have any big plays or memorable moments to them. But we're going to make sure that people remember it because we're here to preserve football history and in particular Rose Bowl history. Before we get into that, let's make sure that you know about our daily newsletter. We have a newsletter that comes through our Pigpen Sports. That is Pigskin Dispatch. That is JerseyDispatch.com. Both podcasts that go to both those sites and our uh, audio drama that we are a part of, Orville Mulligan Sports Writer, as well as many items that are posted on to SportsHistoryNetwork.com. We tell you about all of those each and every day, what's coming out new at 6.30 a.m. in your email inbox basket. So easy to sign up for. Go to the show notes of this very podcast or go to pigskindispatch.com or jerseydispatch.com. Now, after a series of competitive and exciting Rose Bowl contests in the 1920s, the new decade that included the, the Great Depression coming on in 1929 really had some real stinkers. Uh, we will not have to tell individual stories about each, but we're going to cover the 1930 through 1933 Rose Bowl game highlights right here in this one episode. Now, first of all, the 16th Rose Bowl. We'll pick up right where we left off. It was played on January 1st, 1930, and this Rose Bowl featured Southern Cal and the University of Pittsburgh. Now, Jock Sutherland's 1929 Panthers edition averaged 29.1 points per game as they accumulated a 9-0 record to earn the invite into the granddaddy of them all. 
USC did even better under coach Howard Jones as they had led the nation with an average of 41.0 points in every game. Quite a scoring machine, especially back there in the 1930 season. Uh, USC came out of the gate in the game, garnering a four touchdown lead by halftime. Now Pitt slowed them down a little bit in the second half and even managed to move the ball and score also. But it was way too late as the Trojans pounded the Panthers 47-14 to win that 16th Rose Bowl. Russ Saunders passed and ran all over Pitt in the win, and he was given the most valuable player honors later in 1953 for these great feats that he uh, did in that Rose Bowl game. So USC uh, and um, Howard Jones as their coach uh, against Pitt and Jock Sutherland. We're going to have that matchup coming again here in this, later in this episode in another Rose Bowl edition. But before we get to that, let's go to the 17th Rose Bowl. This is one that may have been considered a match made for a title as the 17th Rose Bowl played on New Year's Day 1931 in Pasadena. Well, this featured two undefeated teams, Alabama and Washington State. Now, it could have been a classic, you know, especially with these matchups, the undefeateds coming in here, probably the, the two best teams in the nation, at least the best in the East, best in the West. Well, that is what most people, including the Rose Bowl Selection Committee, thought when they handed out the invites. Sometimes, though, things just don't go to plan. The Crimson Tide dominated the game over the Huskies. The Tide cruised to a 24-0 win, and Tide quarterback John Campbell was the retroactive MVP the attendance was 60,000 people. Remember, this is during the, the Depression, so people were still going out to California, catching a ball game, uh, even though they might not have had a whole lot of money to spare. But that things may have changed here in a little bit. The 18th Rose Bowl took place New Year's Day, 1932 in Pasadena, featured the 11-0 Tulane Green Wave. So a new team from the East comes in that hadn't been there before, and we don't see Tulane in there very often. I believe this is their only Rose Bowl appearance. They were coached by Bernie Bierman, and they were playing the USC Trojans once again. Coach Howard Jones sitting there with a 9-1 record on the season, still doing very well in the Pacific Coast Conference, as it was called back then. The Trojans jumped out to an early lead on Ray Sparling touchdown, and then two by Ernie Pinkert, plus a two-yard touchdown run uh, with the three on Johnny Baker's PATs. They got three more points there. And they survived two second-half Tulane touchdowns to win it 21-12. to And a 1953 expert panel chose that Pinkert was the game's most valuable player. And again, they hit over 50,000 in attendance on that game. Now the last Rose Bowl we'll talk about in this segment. The 19th. It was the Tournament of Roses Committee invited Pitt to play USC once again, a repeat of Rose Bowl number 16 for this 1933 edition of the annual New Year's game in Pasadena. The coaching minds of Jock Sutherland and Howard Jones met back in 1930 with similar results. It was the Trojans, 35 to nothing for their best second Rose Bowl win in two seasons. Now, Cotton Wharton, he rushed for two scores while teammates were hunt. 
Homer Griffith, and Barber each crossed the goal line stripe once. USC was retroactively recognized as the 1932 national champions by most of the bodies that did that, including the Berryman, Billingsley, Boned, Dunkel, uh, College Football Research Association, Helms, Holgate, National Championship Foundation, Poling, and Williamson. And that was all retroactive. They also were claimed uh, with the new Dickinson system that was came out that year. They scored the most points in that Dickinson system uh, and ended up winning an award called the Newt Rockney Award. Remember, this is a few years after Newt Rockney's death, the great coach. And they were given that award as the national champion. So in 1953, as far as the most valuable player, that same expert panel chose Homer Griffith uh, as the most valuable player. Remember, he scored a touchdown in this game and uh, threw, threw a touchdown pass as well during that game. So great game by him. 35-0 was the result of that. So USC goes 2-0 against the Pitt Panthers in these four games. And they also uh, had defeated the uh, team that came and played them on uh, from Tulane. And mixing that in the middle, uh, Alabama, you know, beating out Washington State in that 17th Rose Bowl. So that is your sports history, your Rose Bowl history. Uh, Just want to catch up on some things. We don't want to skip too many of these games and uh, keep in consecutive order. So when we come back in the next episode, we'll be at the 20th Rose Bowl. This is the one played in 1934, and it's a good one, and we have it for you coming up. So make sure you tune back in here for next time for this great episode. And we're going to be covering right through here till New Year's Day when the last, uh, the 109th Rose Bowl is played between Utah and Penn State. So till tomorrow, everybody, have a great Gridiron Day. That's all the football history we have today, folks. Join us back tomorrow for more of your football history. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleat Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude. And I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Do you wish you knew more about the 100 seasons of the NFL? You're in luck because you found the Football History Dude Podcast, where each episode is a journey back in time to learn about the rich history of the NFL. From the founding of the league in an auto showroom, all the way to what it is today, America's favorite sport and a behemoth of an industry. My name is Ernie Chapman. Football is my passion, and I want you to come along with me each week to explore the yesteryear of the gridiron. So hop on board, my DeLorean, and let's get this baby up to 88 miles per hour. How about that?
I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.